What You Want to Know is recorded in Great White Portland. just basking just now <laughs> I was, that's funny because i saw i saw that you saw that i was looking because i know gus is gonna bark at anyone soon and i'm gonna have to go oh there. man but it did look like i was basking i i saw what what it looked like <laughs> oh let me turn into Han Solo real quick. Talking about Star Wars. Ooh. Chris Exciting Williams you. coming through. Chris. Oh, am I? Yeah, audio sounds good. Okay. Yeah. It only took me a year. My God. So what's up? What's, I don't know. I was going to ask you all what's happened this week. I've been like heads down. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, all black people still alive? Uh, mostly. Okay. Uh, I mean, aside from the natural, you know, the average I'm sure is still there. Yeah. Yeah, I've been teaching people cribbage lately. Just like the people who are vaccinated. So you're like, come, I need a game. No, I just had three people stop by and end up teaching them cribbage. Did you know that? Oh, this right here? This is a cribbage board. (laughs) Have you ever played? Here's a cheat sheet. I I talk about it, and then if they say, oh, I'd like to learn something, okay, let's do it. This sounds a lot like evangelical Christianity. I mean, I don't force my beliefs upon them. I just have conversations and openly live my life. And if they choose to learn more about it, then you like games. I like games. (laughs) Let me tell you about the king of games. (laughs) Ribbage. It's it's just it's such a great game just to talk to and still be able to concentrate on the game itself. It's just is cribbage the one that has the little pegs that you move around the little needle yep. shape yes. things yes okay. yeah mm-hmm. um i never knew but... how to play that it just came in the like the like four in one checker chess yeah combination yeah. thing and i just ignore that side i didn't learn until i came to um oregon and played with this uh friend's uh grandfather he taught me how to play the game so I just really college. liked it. Mm-hmm. I went freshman year of college and it was just like basically what we would do when we were pre-gaming before going out to a party or whatever is mm-hmm. like drink beer and play cribbage. Hmm. Listen to music, hang out. It's just, it's such an easy like it like like a lot of card games, it just like 
seems kind of complicated at first, but once you get it, it's like, oh, okay. The the funny thing about cribbage is like I, you just have to be able to do addition and like multiplier and division whatever, but also like you have to learn to count in this specific way of because you count like no one will understand this if they don't play cribbage. But when I say the fifteen two, fifteen four, fifteen six, double run uh, for fourteen. Their the look on their heads is so like I'll never get this game, I'll never understand this game, and I'm like as soon as you get it, you'll totally understand why the speed of which someone counts and says things makes total sense. Um, yeah, the funny thing is, I've gotten into like many not fights, but just like hold on, hold on, Le kerfuffles with people. Leon looks Leon, super confused. Anytime, right? anytime you can make fifteen, you get two points. So if you had like three times, three different times, you can make three or 15 in your hand, instead of saying like 15, one, 15, two, 15, three, because each 15 is worth two, you just go 15, two, 15, four, 15, six. And then that tells me, okay, you got three, you know, you got three 15s in your hand. Hmm. And then if you have a run of, like, if you have a, uh six seven eight that's a run for three points so then you would probably say and a run of three for eleven yeah yeah, yeah 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 um just yeah but how here's many the thing cards are you holding in your hand at one six. Given time? Oh, sorry you get six cards but uh never mind yeah but it's yeah, not it's not worth it you generally <laughs> cards, but you can play up to how four. many you're holding in your head generally you're holding four once the play starts you're dealt six and you <laughs> end up holding four okay yeah and then are there cards on the table that you can add to your hand there's one card that's there's cut. one yep. there's one card that's cut but that's the second half of the game the first okay. half of the game is a hundred percent different than the second half of the game so when you're saying you've got 15 in your hand, that means you have two cards that add up to 15. Or three. Or yeah. three. Yeah. But if you had... Or four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep, I think I fully get the game now. <laughs> well, you, you know who else probably fully gets it? Who's ever listening to this? <laughs> I bet that made total sense. Oh, man. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned knobs yet. So Kelsey still fucks up knobs. Oh, are knobs the name of the little it's monopoly? It's so annoying. Pieces? No. It, are you no. moving around? No. No. Do you want me to try and explain? Uh, I don't think we should. I just think it, we should. Yeah, I think we should just kind of move on. Um, I'll just join a Parcheesi League and see what happens. What What's your favorite say, game? What's your favorite? I don't remember what I was going to say, but it's uh, going to be good. What is your favorite all-time like game? Domino. It, it oh, doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter what kind of game, except for sports. I mean, like game game i'm talking it could be the written game it doesn't have to be like cards or uh because I mean, as much as i love spades and i fucking love spades i love spades the only game to ever match spades was this game that i can't remember it was my ex katie i learned it from her family and it was the funnest shit ever and i can't remember that fucking game was it a uh, american what is it called american legend or whatever from uh the I zoe deschanel uh, show oh true american true american <laughs> oh. <laughs> no no it's a card game it's it was so fun and i'm just so fucking pissed that i can't remember that um i would say uh dominoes is probably really like hands down my favorite just like 
game. I like the written game that you write the things and then you can't. It's harder and harder to describe what's on the paper. I love that game. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? What game I'm even talking about? I don't know. It's like you you say a bunch of things, you throw them in the hat, and then you pick oh oh yes. You do it yeah, once yeah. where you can say yeah. anything you want. Then another yeah. time where you can only say like yeah. one word. And yeah. then the last yeah. time you can only mime it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fine. I, I love that game. So I guess if you go group games, that's it. If you go partner games, it's spades. And if you go oh. single games, it's cribbage for me. Uh. Ooh, this is tough. Um, I love games. My biggest thing with most games is just that people are committed to playing them yes yeah yep um and i i i know i know there's certain people that hear that and think that like competition is evil or something yeah it's and not competition I'm, it's investment yeah <laughs> i like that i like that uh but there's there's just like uh yeah the i i mean while i do like competition uh and i would say me and kelsey are both very competitive but we like we're also not over competitive like mm -hmm. i don't i hate losing to kelsey but it's not like the end of the world and we'll give each other shit and stuff but it's usually all part of the fun yeah um but uh whew. i feel like my favorite I feel like oh, a lot of the games I really like, I'm really bad at, like group get like like group games. But honestly, one of my favorite games is actually a drinking game, and I haven't. I don't even know. I don't think I'll ever play it again. I mean, it doesn't seem. I mean, who knows? But w in college, we used to play. Uh, it has like a million names. Uh, categories or maybe circle of death is another version of it basically every card just represents something oh yeah like king's cup kind of probably where and we had like house rules at my house so it was the sort of thing where i was like if you pick an ace that's a waterfall so one person starts drinking the next person has to yep. drink and then until the first person stops then they can all stop so like every card had a thing but like, and like you, if you're the first person to pull the card, you get to define the rule for that card. I've played like that, but usually it's just um, set rules. Oh, okay. Like, and at a certain point in in like my college house, it was just kind of known. Like, no one had to write it down or anything. Um, you could like make rules, and so like to kind of add to that. The thing, the thing that I think made it good, and why I feel like I would still love to play it <laughs> today, is that we had enough. We had like a enough of a crew of people that were a common that were just like game. I mean, it's dumb to say game, but they're like game to play, like a game where you have to kind of pay attention. Um, they were fairly smart. Uh, they're fairly clever and so there's like a lot of like influence in it was probably from me and my buddy Jared and some other people who like did theater and improv mm -hmm. and just kind of were willing to like go all out on something like whether it's like a rhyming thing or like whatever like committing to it and then yeah just like 
it also probably has to do a certain amount to do with how boring Sioux Falls, South Dakota is and how like there's no bars to go to or anything. So we just like kicked it and played this game and it would just be like if when everyone was like dialed in and paying attention and it would just be like jokes on jokes on jokes just like yeah. cracking with people and like everyone's just like in but then you have one person every once in a while that's just like oh i don't like games or i'm not paying attention it's like well then don't sit here right yeah go away invest yeah invest like be i don't know just be present yeah I... it, and it's the sort of thing and it's kind of i think where it's morphed a little bit and I think Chris would kind of at least get on this part is that I feel like I could play that game and still learn things about people and like have camaraderie in a way because everyone's in it. And like, you get to see their personality, how they think yeah. of things, how they work yes. things. Yep. And yeah. that's obviously one version. Cause it's like a very weird specific drinking game. A bunch of college kids are doing, but it's still everyone doing it together. It's right. like a community of like eight people just having a blast. Also, um, like when you're playing a good game, there's two levels of things that are happening. There's like mm -hmm. the game that's happening. And then there's the interaction that's happening on top of it. So like, that's what make like, I love about Domino's is when you can have someone who's just like in the middle of cracking a joke and then they'll just drop 20 on you. And you're like, what the fuck? When did you even look at your tiles? Um, but you're still having that. And there's room for jest. There's room for making fun of each other. The people around are entertained and are involved in it and are part of the conversation. But yeah. I feel like if a game can if you're not playing it, if it's still, if it's not isolating, you know, everybody, like if you, you can still hold a conversation, but participate in the game too, right? Yeah. You don't have to be taken out of everything to concentrate. You're not playing fucking chess. You know what I mean? Like everybody is kind of around. But even still a game like that, like you look at, uh, you think about if you ever been to like a house poker game or something, where like there's a couple different tables and yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's playing and then eventually one by one people fall out. Yeah. Eventually you get down to that final table. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, and like that's everybody, true. like they're in it. Yeah. Because there's money true. on the line. That's but then true, everybody too. around is like, oh shit. I check out a little bit. What's that gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> Might maybe drink a little bit more, have a little bit more side combo. Oh, I'm drinking this oh, whole time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm just like, oh, oh, they're still going, huh? Uh, I lost my money. I don't care anymore. Um, another good one uh, is, have you ever played the, I don't remember what we call it, but basically say, to simplify it, we'll say the three of us each have a sheet of paper and we each write a phrase on the top and then pass it to our left. And then you read the phrase and you draw a picture. Yeah. And then you cover up the phrase and hand it to the next person. And then that person sees a picture and writes a phrase. Mm -hmm. And so you just, you know, usually you end oh, up doing that's crazy. Like eight And so then at the end, it comes back to the first person. And there's no like, it's barely even a game. It's honestly just like the, the fun of it is, and the key is you, you play it with the right group of people who mm -hmm. are invested in being like my phrase was you know it takes one to lose one or whatever and then the next person 
drew this picture and then they describe it yeah so like you get that's another way you get to see someone's personality how they describe the pictures how they then go through and present like the other phrases and then the other pictures and you just get this like telephone down to wild just shit that doesn't make any sense that's have you all, great one. have you ever came across this person when when a game starts or game a game has been going on uh i'm gonna guess yes before i continue <laughs> It's the it's the motherfucker in the room who wants to end the game. They're not playing the game, but they just want it to stop. So they're actively trying to fuck it up. Like they're actively trying to derail it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it's someone who's vital to the game, meaning like if it's a pattern game or whatever's happening, they'll be like, hey, let's go, dude. Let's go get a whatever. Or you know what I mean? Just literally like trying to take them out of the game so everything falls. There's always that person. It's it's like I observe and I just I I'm like, whoa, this happens anytime a game starts. Yeah. There's always or, at least one of those people. Yeah, or legit the aggressive, passive aggressive person who's just like, I guess we're playing games now. <laughs> <laughs> yes and, and, and they always look like they always look like and as a middle-aged person they always look like a middle-aged person <laughs> from like from like the 70 the, the late 70s i'm talking like 77 to, to like right up to 80 they always look like that motherfucker <laughs> oh i guess we're playing games well it was good meeting you yeah. It was good meeting all of you. I guess we're focusing on this now. Like, you want me to put my keys in this basket? Oh, all right. Jeez. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, I mean, I hope my partner picks my keys. Yeah. Or they make a historical reference. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that motherfucker. <laughs> Did you know the first documented game was actually, you're like, oh, motherfucker. Do you have a spade? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't Did know. you know that games were a way to quell the slaves from revolting? Oh, totally. Someone would just say some that shit, that one shit that, especially if it's like a uh, a high white party. What? It's always that shit, that shit to remind you you're not white. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like just to remind you, I'm gonna say this thing. And it's gonna float by 99% of this party. <laughs> but there might be another one that caught it and then yeah. catches your eye. They'll be like, and what they're saying, like subliminally, is yeah, that was white. Yeah, that was white. Oh. Yeah, that was white. Yeah, that's my brother. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was whack. <laughs> I love, I love like that white dude. That white dude who I don't know but they catch your eye when like something just happened, they catch your eye and you're just, and the, and you just know that they're like, that was whack. And yeah, that was because you're black. Like, yeah, that was, that was fucked up. I caught that shit. Mm-hmm. I'd love to just interview those people like right, right, right after. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you say anything in the moment? Like, uh, you felt that, right? Who would think we all felt it, but you really felt it. <laughs> What did you want to say? Why didn't you? The aftershock. That's a great one. What did you want to say? Yeah. (laughs) What did you want to say? Oh. Yeah. Oh. What did I miss? I I feel like I just came right back in where I left off. uh, Me Hmm. talking about uh, 
the about drinking games, about the game Circle of Death or categories. Mm. Yeah. Basically, mainly just being that I like when everyone in the game is like fully in because we used to play it, play that game in college. Yeah. And, uh, and we just had like, there was definitely like a certain crew of people that when we would play that game, mm-hmm. it, we could kill like three hours, no problem playing it like twice. Yeah. And everyone's just like on the right wavelength, like clever, funny, listening, cracking jokes on jokes, on, like building jokes, evolving jokes. Like it's just like, a real fun communal thing and mm-hmm. it's the biggest thing is just that people are like in yeah that's the key to life that's the key to anything yeah like if you're not all in it sucks for everyone else the people who are all in it sucks Whether for you're you too work, oh yeah it sucks for you it too. sucks for you too <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's that's, that's yeah, 100% right? true actually because you're there anyways mm-hmm. and like if you're not all in it's just like that it's work a, group when someone's not all in, I got I'm over ooh. it. Like oh, done, man. done. You just got like three people doing majority of the shit. Uh, like, funny, actually relatable to this group technically is I did a improv workshop at an old job back in Minneapolis, and you could tell I did two two sessions. Uh, I did three sessions actually, just so it wasn't. They're like, oh, how many people can you do at a time? I was like, 12. Like, I don't, we're not going to do like two groups of like 25 or whatever. Um, and you could tell there's a few people that were kind of like, oh, this is dumb. Like, I don't, I've got things. I don't want to do this, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, they were literally coming up to me and being like, dude, that was so much <laughs> fucking fun. Yeah. And it was like, we're, we're literally doing like zip, zap, zop and like, you know, like a few word things or whatever, but um, totally having people there to like a combination of either just like too cool for school or mm-hmm. like kind of awkward and whatever, you know, in pump, you know, whatever. They have their, their place where they're super confident, mm-hmm. but this even the workspace might not be it, let alone doing this improv thing. And they would start to open up because it's just like, I would just be like, literally I do my usual kind of spiel where I'm like, oh, we're all going to fail a ton and we're all going to fuck up. None of you are going to do this right. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, And they eventually are like, oh yeah, this is like cool. I I think that's more also, okay guys, we might get into an area. Ooh, I'm gonna happening? try to avoid the area, but uh I mean, why? Who? No. Eric, I think I'm gonna say Ooh. some things, and I'm not trying to say these things to like dog on a community at all, Ooh. an improv community. That's not what I'm doing for like the, for the four improvisers that are out there. Oh, uh, not what dish. I'm doing at all. But I dish. do think I do think Eric that it's more about the. It is also a large part about the delivery. And the thing about you, Leon, and myself, just in general, uh, um, we're not what people think of when it comes to improv, right? White women is not what people think of when it comes to improv. You need to clarify what that means. <laughs> the, the improv group, white women. <laughs> uh, used There's to a be... lot of people listening that are like, 
Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a true statement, but that's not what you mean by it. Dynamic, <laughs> um, all black male improv group. Their name of the improv group is White Women. They're fantastic. Know. Look them Oof. up. Wonderful. If you've never, you've heard probably of them seen some of them perform on television or yes. seen stuff they've written. Yes. Super, super, all over the place. Talented, all of them. Very talented. Very, very fun. I mean, Carl's supposed to have a show. Yeah, if that like uh, Carl's popped up in everything. I mean, he's definitely been in shit. I've seen multiple people in um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, I've seen Carl and someone else on um, AP Bio. Uh, good, good place. place. Good place. Good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl was also on something else where I was like, "Oh, it looks like you're gonna have like a." role there because he started out like you remember when you would just see Funches and shit and I'll come back to what I was going to say yeah like the Zoe remember when you would just see yeah 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 like you would just see Funches like what the fuck and then all of a sudden Funches is like caring shit you know what I mean like and that shit that felt to me I know that people he's been hustling for a long time but his TV shit felt like that fucking was like zoop like he got there, people were like, "We love your attitude. We love your fucking energy. I just want to fucking hug you, and you're funny and smart on top of it." Yep. Which is another thing. Just don't be like. Here's the thing: you can be an asshole, but you can't really be an asshole. That's what makes me so lovable, everybody. <laughs> no one wants to work with a fucking asshole that just causes more work for everyone else. Nope. And that's never been that's never been me. Never will. Here's be. your key to life. Show up on time, be fucking polite, and get your job done. They'll want to work with you over and over again. Those are Leon's keys to life, everybody. <laughs> Eric, I feel like Eric had some different, maybe some different keys. Maybe we're all on the same whatever it's called ring. But it seems like we got different keys. Yeah. They, ooh, I like that. I'm going to put that in my old black man metaphor book. <laughs> oh, oh, please. Uh, since we like to say that's a sketch, that's a book. Let's actually let's make that book and then we'll never, we'll just reference it every once in a while. I did ask Audrey earlier today. Uh, I, I was like, am I making too many metaphors? Like, am I getting too close to old black man status? And she was like, <laughs> You just need to work on your laugh a little bit and you'll be there. <laughs> uh, what did I say I was going to go back to? Dogging every teacher that's not oh, Leon, yeah, Eric, or Chris. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying okay. when when people are 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 ready for an improv or have to be in an improv something workshop they're gonna think a cer certain kind of person's gonna come out and and we're probably not in their mind so when we lead a workshop and we're still us meaning that like you weren't like this is dumb or whatever you know you were just like mm -hmm. hey i enjoy this thing but you weren't like over the top with your suspender snapping them all the time you know what i mean like you were just like hey we're gonna fuck up this is gonna be i do the same thing when i'm teaching i'm always like just remember this doesn't matter and yet you're still nervous aren't you you're still mm -hmm. nervous for some reason like this game means anything in your life i think if they just see your passion and enthusiasm in that way it just carries it just it just fucking carries
So. There's also a piece where it's just like, and ultimately at the end of the day, that's what most, a lot of issues come down to is that people don't actually know what a thing is. Yeah. And so they start putting up walls to keep themselves separated from it until Mm -hmm. they have a better idea, maybe, possibly. But it's like most of the people probably don't even really, you know, just continue to use my old employers as an example. Um, Most of them probably had no idea what improv was. And at that time, I wasn't really doing it enough or I didn't really care about that job enough uh, to really truly be like, hey, y'all should come to one of my shows. I was probably at that point a little bit like, okay, like I do shows. If <laughs> if you happen to find out I have one, I'll tell you that it'll be great and come mm-hmm. along. But I'm not like going to like hand you a, you know, a, a pamphlet. And are you, are you in the point where self. you're handing out flyers now? <laughs> I was um, going to say, but he, said, he said pamphlet. Imagine that improv show. <laughs> it's a pamphlet in baby. <laughs> now that's me, that's Leon, and that's Eric. And it's Eric. honestly, it's like, <laughs> it's like I could be working on, I could be working on shit uh, right now, but I'm, I'm working on my pamphlet on yeah. company dime. You Probably go to the airport now. and there's that little rack with all of the like tours. <laughs> Like when you're at like the hotel and there's just like all the the sites and there's just one. What is improv? (laughs) What is Um, improv and you? But uh, yeah, man, that uh, that was a good day. By that point in my job, I definitely was probably pretty like, uh, 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 uh." um. But that was a great day. Because speaking of great days, who are we sponsored by? Woo! I mean, sure. don't give him a lot of credit for that. That was uh, okay. That was okay, I guess. Uh, like, if it was a single workshop that we well, were referring if, to, maybe if, it if, would be good. If their name was like Kick Day, yeah, comedy, then or I'd be yeah. like, oh, <laughs> oh, delicious. But uh, no. Yeah. Uh, and why have just one day when you could have? Eight, eight weeks. weeks. Oh, six, six to eight weeks pew, pew, pew. of uh, just silly, funny, life affirming, <laughs> life pushing, challenging, fun comedy or writing classes with kickstand comedy, yeah. our favorite place for comedy in Portland, Oregon. Uh, kickstand comedy sponsors of what you want to know. Nonprofit theater here in Portland, Oregon, uh, that helps people laugh, connect, and thrive together. Focus on quality, community, unique voices, uh, and at the end of the day, just giving you that funny, uh, tuning up that funny bone, as Leon would say. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've heard he says it all the time. It's, oh, it's one I of his Jamaican phrases. I must block it out. Yeah, uh, you got that Jamaican filter. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you British? say? I said British? curry goat. Curry goat. What? I'm sorry. What? Did you say rack of lamb? I I'm sorry. I just. Pardon me. Did you say rack of lamb? Five dollars for a meat patty. 
Did you say hamburger? I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> uh, Kickstand Comedy offers classes in improv, sketch, stand-up, script writing, and several funny things that you are not aware of yet. Uh, we are big fans of theirs. Uh, we've all performed at Kickstand. Uh, a couple of us have taught there. One of us was the president of their board. Can you guess which? Who do you think's responsible? Uh, I like that you say a couple of us have taught there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, like, what did you just say, like, Chris and I have taught there. Uh, it's all right. I understand when I'm not wanted in a location. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, this is our sponsor. <laughs> okay, so y'all need to go to kickstandcomedy.org. That's kickstand. Oh, and I'm not wanted. And location. Oh, they're our sponsor. Hold on. That's like, <laughs> we're, we're selling this drink. Every- oh, this is shit. <laughs> what is this? That's our sponsor. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> it's Comedy, where everyone's wanted except Leon Anderson. Just because uh, they can't work around my work schedule. <laughs> oh, man. Chris, Eric, and Leon, aka Broke Gravy, are three storytellers slash artists slash comedians. Well, they've got thoughts. Uh, oh, yeah, I love yeah. Kickstand. Let me just real quick say that. I, be- I believe Eric did not have a child at the time, and you did, so mm-hmm. yeah, everybody understands the time. I believe I had somewhere between one and two children at the time. Yes. Ooh, pre-Kickstand and post-Kickstand, Leon. Mm-hmm. Time to change. A lot of beef Pre-kickstand, post-kickstand. Re- yeah, Pre-kickstand, I mean, post-kickstand. It's, the hairline's been there since you took me and Kelsey to that uh, bougie rooftop. <laughs> it was... Where, where was it? Uh, Noble where, Rot. Noble Rot. Oh, which, uh, which one? Which the one, one on uh, East no, no, no. Oh, it moved. Okay, right. it's new location. Okay. Yeah. Where was it before? It used to be over there on um, right down from um, Crema. You know where Crema is? Yeah, yeah. On like Division 30-something. It, it's not Division. It's uh, 28th and near Laurelhurst Park. Like, Anyways, I don't know. We're getting one into the conversation. One block there. away from Division. No, no, no. It's like far down the street from yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, he used to be there. And then it's Leather. It's, I think it was – does Leather still – is Leather still the head chef at uh who? Leather. Are you having a stroke? No, no, no. The guy, Leather, the dude who fucking started the Noble Rock. Right? I don't know or who started it. I just oh, oh I drank there. Now I gotta look. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted your story. Go on. Oh, yeah. When Eric first moved here, uh, I was working like down the street from Noble Rock. And we were getting together. And so I was like, oh, let's meet at this place. And it was Noble Rot. And then, yeah, they showed up. It's a rooftop bar. Like, at the time, it was one of the few rooftop, like, bar mm-hmm. slash restaurants. And it's, like, white leather and stainless steel. And, like, very much the we'll seat you and your entire party is here. Uh, to which I think booth uh, I responded with, well, can we just drink on this couch? And then we just like sat around the lobby couch and uh, had some beverages. And then I had to leave to go somewhere. 
uh, <laughs> probably to curious to teach if I'm thinking about it. And uh, I was <laughs> there How with like was a this? friend of mine. This was when this was like this the was, second day. This Eric was, was in May 2015. Oh, oh shit! Okay. Yeah, okay. like we had we had lived in Portland for like two days. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and I basically just left Eric and Kelsey uh, with a friend of mine, and I think oh. some Australian guys. Oh, yeah, so they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah, it was interesting, and it was definitely. I mean, we were like, like I was, I was fucking unemployed. Kelsey's job didn't start for uh, like at least another month, so we were just like fucking just getting around the city. So we we're like, okay, we ended up at Bear Paw, or uh, yeah, Bear Paw Inn. Oh, I love Bear Paw. Bear Paw's good, Have, and they've got a pizza place going in that I've been following. At Bear Paw, it's going to be inside Bear Paw. It's called Jerry's Pizza. Ooh. And here's the thing. He his he, he's from Chicago, so he makes Chicago style tavern pizza, as he calls it, which is the thin square cut pizza. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Which is very important to the Simons family. So uh I'm I'm hoping. I'm so he was making pizzas out of this dude is making pizzas out of like his house and people could get on like a by the end of it it was like a a wait list for him to make he make like basically like a pizza or two like a weekend like or like two a weekend or something and like my friend my friend was like hey have you seen this because she knew that we were looking for uh, we call them we call it we called it Minnesota cut and then Midwest cut and it's probably from Chicago that's fine but uh and then yeah I got like I like I like Instagrammed him about it and he was like you want to get on the wait list and the wait list is like two years long holy shit that I, is insane but I then love he, people's hustle this dude basically like I was chatting with him like on Instagram and he's like oh dude I just quit my job today <laughs> and he's like he's like basically wants to do pizza so he's he's moving into Bear Paw's kitchen and he'll be like his own entity within it but yeah the fuck is Bear Paw uh, uh, it's right, right by from my old place right yeah, on um, off by of Powell oh, Aladdin yeah Aladdin oh Okay. Okay. Yeah. Huh. What's that whiskey bar that was right by there? Oh, uh, Brooklyn Park uh, Pub. Brooklyn Park Pub. Yeah. Where I used to celebrate my birthday every year. Ah, oh, that place is great. And then uh, it's so far away. Yeah. No, I love it. It was great because I just sat, I had my index card box there, like my name. I had an index the thing card was, in there. I. Anytime I ended up there, I was not in a position to go through those index cards to find my name. I've never been there. So, uh, so it's it's a cool, just like no window, like wood thirty panel. by fifty foot square foot bar. Like there was Firehead. three three yeah. TVs on the wall, <clears throat> one of which always played Groundhog's Day. Yep, that's funny. Um, or 
most of the times I showed up there, it just rotated the Groundhog's Day DVD select menu. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they there were like a whiskey bar. So like they had like all of like the kind of bare bones like liquors you need yeah. for like any just kind of neighborhood dive. And then they just had this huge whiskey list. Whiskey list. Uh, thank you. And um, that was whiskey without an E just because. Um, no, but uh, and then you could get on their like whiskey club and they would just literally give you like an index card and there were certain whiskeys you had to get on it and then there was certain like uh you had to, oh, yeah. that's you had to do like, like i think it's three scotches three bourbons three ryes uh funny. yeah yeah, yeah. And it then, was a lot of things on it and then yeah. once you passed it you got a dollar off a dollar off or something and then there were certain whiskeys that non-club members couldn't order right I don't know. I think I probably made it through like 15% of it, but it was like, I like whiskey. So it was like fun when anytime I was there, I would always get something different. Yeah. They had, they had like the right amount of beers. They generally had the right amount of fried food, you know? So it was like a one bartender cook situation. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, are you ordering something? You should probably just order tots or fries or whatever I can put in the fryer. So it's like um, reel them in. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but without like g- game changing. Uh... Oh, reel them in is nicer. Wait, what? Uh, food wise. Yeah, food wise, oh, reel yeah. them in is nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because reel them in, that chicken's no fucking joke. Still haven't had it, but I've heard it. Was oh, nice. it's good. It's, it's still that thing where it's like, we're only going to invest in one light bulb a month kind of thing where it's just like dark. Did they? Did they shut down or did they survive? No. They've been go they've been opening and closing, but they're they're still around. Yeah. Real men got an investor that basically said like we're not gonna let it's I think the developer of the space that it's stapled to Uh basically said like, Hey, we're going to pump money into this to make sure that it uh survives and makes it through. It it feels like one that worst case scenario Mm -hmm. someone would be like hey let's move deeper southeast and open in another spot we'll help you and i think the people own another location in like deep east Mm. i was happy happy to see alberta street pub is going yeah still open because um Sucks about that is, you know, great place, supports the community. I think the genuine people, but that menu had just changed. And I was excited to start like eating some stuff after shows. And, you know, I mean, they had just that menu. I was like, oh, okay, I, I want to try some of this stuff, but uh, never got a chance. But I'm glad they're going to be around still. Real glad. ABS. Nope. What'd you say? I meant to. I don't know how I turned Alberta Street Pub, which would be ASP, into ABS. Hmm. ABS! Not a good name for a restaurant. Abs? Oh, wait. I was thinking about IBS. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, speaking of IDF, let's take it to the questions. Boom. Boom. Um, BFDread23 asks, have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? If so, what do you think about it? I'm going to wait to see King Kong versus Godzilla, I think. I'm going to see it in the movie theater. I was going to watch it tonight, but I just decided that's a movie you should watch in a on a big-ass screen. Did I? Was I on mute? No, you was talking about Dungeons and Dragons. It's just dragons <laughs> made me, dragons made me think of Godzilla, and then I was like, "Oh shit, Godzilla's fighting King Kong now on 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 TV." Uh, but I think I'm gonna go to I'm gonna see that in the movie theater. Yeah, I'll be good. I think um, <clears throat> on the Godzilla King Kong part, uh, though. God, uh, I the first two Godzilla movies. We'll get to this question in a second, Brad. <laughs> Uh, the first two Godzilla movies, great trailers. The movies were whatever. Yeah, Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island I, was I shockingly fuck, okay. I fuck with, I fuck with hmm. Kong Skull Island. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, give me some John C. Riley playing a little crazy. Uh, give me a little Samuel Jackson doing his thing. <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Shea Wingham, great in everything he does. Uh, a classic that guy. But anyways, Dungeons and Dragons, I have never played it. I want to play it, but I want someone who knows what the fuck they're doing to guide me through it. Mm. So if you're listening, Brad, who yeah. I believe that question is from. Yeah. Or Jake Michaels, um, if you're out there listening. Yeah, well, uh, take us through some Dungeons and Dragons. I we, need a good, we need a good master. I used to watch the cartoon. I love I that cartoon. That Oh, Dungeons and Dragons was an amazing cartoon back in the day, uh, except for Uni, which was this unicorn, this magical unicorn. Anyways, I've watched my older brother and his friends play it. It's one of my memories that I actually have from being really, um, I guess I wasn't that young, but um, I was in elementary school. And I remember thinking it was, it looked so fun. That's like, it's it's Hmm. burned into my mind how fun it looked. Uh, but I never got to play. I think a lot of it depends on what do they call him? The storyteller? The, the dungeon, dungeon master. master. The dungeon. Um, I don't say that word. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the the dungeon. The main keeper? dungeon person. The main dungeon. The dungeon, dungeon enslaver. <laughs> oh man, I'm so I do say master. I I just thought about, and I know this is old, but I was listening to this. I love property shows and cooking shows. Oh, master. And then, Someone just kept saying master bedroom, master bedroom, master bedroom. And then someone was like in the main bedroom. And then they were like, I don't say master bedroom anymore because of what that represents. I was like. It's still. uh, Is that what? Look, I'm not going to tell people that they're taking shit too far because historically they haven't taken shit far enough. But we're getting into there's a there's a big thing in the like development community uh because like ever since like hardware hard drives all of that you have master slave like you have your first your main server is the master and then the redundant one is the slave what are you talking about what are you saying what what i missed the first part who is this Oh, like in the development community and also in like the computer hardware community. 
They like, have things they call slaves in that? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, like, your database, you'll have your master database and then, like, your slave database, which is the backup. And there's... Oh, in the... Okay. No, yeah. I get it now. And so, there's, like, like a job position. whole <laughs> sweeping movement to, like... Uh, all right. I'm the slave developer. <laughs> <laughs> They're called in My specialty is, is in uh, DOS, but, you know... People are trying to rename it. Yeah. Okay. And, you know... Yeah, have at it. I'm fine with that. Honestly, sense. did it bother me personally? No. It probably bothered. It probably bothered people who worked with you. <laughs> if you weren't there, they wouldn't think a thing about it. Exactly. Which now, when it comes up, and I'm like going through a code base, I'm like, oh, hmm. you still have it named master and slave. That's interesting. It's so interesting because language matters. Language is, I do think, I think language is important along with representation, but isn't it interesting how some things you're just like, yeah, doesn't bother me, but I, I get, I get it, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, and I like that honesty. I've, I've, I don't like it when people respond to something like that and then would like come at you when you literally are just like, I mean, I get it. It doesn't bother me. I get it. But like they come at you full force. Just like, do you want me to lie? I'm like, I got bigger fish to fry right now. Uh, speaking of, Leon, you want to tell us about our other sponsor? <laughs> Carl's Fried Fish on 42nd and Killingsworth. Oh, snap. If you oh, want to have snap. that lip smacking good time, head on down to Carl's Fried Fish. Actually, 42nd Street uh, Fish and Chips. That's on, like, near 42nd and Killingsworth. And goddamn and good catfish, man. Yeah. But don't get the mac and cheese. Don't get suckered into a side of mac and cheese. Because, motherfucker, that thing comes in, a sh- a, like, a little ramekin. Mm-hmm. Like, something the size of a shot glass with, like, 18 pieces of macaroni covered in cheese for $3. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Never gonna the, get it. But if you just go for the catfish or the fried shrimp, that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> so Leon says that the Cully Fish Shack or whatever, what is it called? Wait, what? 42nd Street Fish and Chips? Yeah. More mac and more cheese, huh? Yeah. Even if you make it $4, bump up. Yeah, Chris, you know the owner. Holler at him. Yeah. Say, this is, up, this is what you this is what you got your masters in, Chris. Conflict resolution. Yeah. Call call it my main. I got my main. <laughs> you got your main degree. <laughs> my main of science. <laughs> your main your main of science. Well, Actually, I don't man. use the term main anymore. Um, because you know, three of the four letters are specifically chosen <laughs> doesn't Le- leon here's what i here's why i keep coming back to this fucking podcast <laughs> because like fucking clockwork leon always says that one thing <laughs> that gets eric to just 
motherfucker and to go and ruin it. <laughs> that look, Eric, he was like, this motherfucker had to go and ruin it, man. <laughs> <sighs> Why? Why, Leon? <sighs> oh, there's so much wrapped up in that look. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. Like I said, <sighs> get a cease and desist, then to not get one. Oh, I'm so tired. I woke up this morning at four. So tired. <laughs> I am. I'm like, I'm like looking at myself and I'm just loopy because I'm I had to drop Emily off at the airport. Oh, from Mexico? <laughs> for Mexico to go there. So her flight was like fucking <laughs> five forty-five AM. I was like, Jesus Christ. And then I just went to the gym because I knew I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. Oh, and now your man. allergies are probably killing you. Oh, that was so funny. Mm. Are allergies getting anyone else? I'm good no. right now. Oh, man. You know how to get rid of allergies. I've said it before. Bee honey? Bee, bee pollen? Hook bee worms. honey. <laughs> Infect yourself with hookworms. Oh, where do um, I get hookworms? Uh, probably by trees that people shit near. So anywhere in Portland. <laughs> what? See, that's me. That's fucking Chris right there. Trouble. <laughs> People shitting by trees, giving up hookworms, getting rid of allergies. Circle of life. There's a weird study out years and years ago, and it just stuck in my head. Was um, they they did it in the south because I guess in the south. And I got family in the South, but there was just large occurrences of like shit on the ground, like human shit. So it would be infected with hookworms. And then, you know, hookworms, I think they can only go like two feet. But anyways, if it was near trees and people were getting infected and then somehow they realized that people who had severe allergies or allergies, it went away. And they were like, what is happening? And they found out that all these people have been infected with hookworms. And there's something, when they kept drilling down and down, there's something that the hookworms do to your body that makes it less likely that you will you will have allergies. All right. Isn't it like, it's also weird how the body and then like things like that work. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be ah. steaming out on, on the street, stepping on human feces barefoot. Then you must be downtown. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. I wear two shoes when I go downtown. Two sets of shoes. Downtown is shoes. wild. I always it's wear two so, shoes. It's such a weird space now. What did I go over there for? Oh, we went to we went out to dinner in Northwest. Um, and yeah, just driving through downtown, it's like like the I don't know, everything is more weird than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a weird energy. I went on a walk with Larkin a couple days ago downtown. Like I was headed to another school. So I just stopped to drop something off to her. And then we took a, a walk and the energy was weird. And we were like probably closer to the Pearl area. It's weird. It was just like weird energy. I think they all want to leave, but they know that they can't make they're either locked into leases or they realize that they can't make what they purchased their place for oh. right now. And so there's just the like, I don't want to be here, but yeah. I have to be here. And also it's always been weird because everything closes at like 10 o'clock. 
Yeah. And so it's the most non downtown downtown that's yeah. ever downtown. That's so true. So true. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Dungeons and Dragons. I love the game. Uh, when my brother used to play it growing up, I only would see like the, I never saw him playing it. I just saw like the book and the little figurines and things like that. And I was like, ooh, this dude's in deep. Uh, but then actually it was Jake, uh, Jake, Katie, uh, both Katie's, Sam, um, that they were like, hey, you should play, uh, do a conquest or whatever with us, like a hey, campaign. Man. And I played and we like built the character. And like from the moment where you start like building your character and like creating this new second persona, fucking in it. Because then it's just, it's improv. It's just acting and staying true to who your character is. Um, it's like an offline online game that all everyone's playing. An offline online what? game? What now? What? Like the you online know? games like Blue Life or whatever the fuck is not called Blue Life. Oh, Second Were Life? Second, Second Life? Life? It's like that shit? Yeah. 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 Okay. An offline yeah. online game. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with a goal. Like you have a collective goal in mind and you're trying to do it and then the dungeon master like or sorry, the dungeon main throws a bunch of different things in your way and um, sets you up with different challenges and you have to respond as, like you can't just all of a sudden be like, and I've got a laser cannon and a bunch of charisma. But well, we know well, you can, are, right? But you know those are professors. What's that? You have to, you can say that, but then you have to roll a dice. Right, but then they're like, well, you have to roll a 19 in order to use your charisma. Know how to activate your laser cannon. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. And there's another one called Shadow Run that we played, uh, which was based in like, uh, it's like post apocalyptic, uh, where everything, like the United States, had reverted back to like four main regions. And isn't this Handmaid's Tale? reverted i guess maybe <laughs> kind of no but no not handmaid's tale but yeah i got to play like a crazy ass like a through season two so what not you leon you can keep talking i'm telling chris don't say too much because i'm only part with you season two of handmaid's tale oh okay yeah i got to play a big head like 255 pound, six foot four Jamaican dude with a mohawk made out of dreads. Um, that's just who I was. What was your name? What I, it's, oh. You basically got to play out your mood board. I got to play out my, exactly. I had a perfect hairline in that game. Um, oh, what was the name? Shit. And Wagwan. <laughs> Wagwan? Yeah, no. <laughs> Sam or Jake, if you can remember, chime in, smash the subscribe button. Don't forget to like us. One day we'll have graphics. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. You should get one of your students to be like a, a intern or something, Chris. 
Oh, that'd be hilarious, actually. Oh, my God. They probably actually would help us. (laughs) Not a bad idea. Like, you guys know that you can just auto-publish your episodes instead of waiting for Leon to find a couple hours at 2 a.m. to do it? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, we you could probably edit less. The thing but, is, I don't edit much. Most of it I listen to yeah. just so I can get the notes. What I should do is keep notes as during it so that you can write out what you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have another question. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> Caught me mid sip, mid sip of that Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve tastes like whiskey because it is whiskey. Less is more. PDX asks, "What is a go-to song you include in mixtapes or mix CDs for crushes?" What? What's that mean? When you're making a mixtape for a crush, less is more wants to know what song do you include? I've never been a mixtape like a person who makes mixtapes or mix CDs personally. Um but the one song that I did send to somebody, um, like burned it onto a CD with my uh, CD-ROM read-write, uh, was uh, "Red Sweater," uh, "Red Sweater Girl" by Oh fuck, can't remember. Can't remember. It's some alien ant farm. Yeah, some emo band. Um, and it was because when I met her at a model UN conference, oh man, she was wearing a red Brag, sweater. Bragging, bragging. <laughs> That's right, y'all. Your boy was in model UN. What is the song called? Uh, and I'm trying to look at my red sweater. Her red sweater? If you wear a red sweater. No, 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 no. No. So I'll wait, did I you on a second date? <laughs> on a second, second date. date. Wow. Uh no. did I imagine you said what the fuck? I thought you said a mixtape for a crush. That's why I was like, wait, what? For a yeah. crush? Do you know what a crush means? Someone who you're crushing on. So you did say that. Yeah. He read that. Yeah. I read it. Oh, okay. Okay. That Which is very... why I answered in the way that I did. <laughs> I didn't feel like you did answer it the way. But that's great. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. And the song is just Red Sweater by the Aquabats. Aquabats? Aquabats? The Aquabats. Huh. Oh, man. Aquabats oh, are look great. Look at this picture. This can't be a good song. The Aquabats are amazing. Wop shoe up, wop shoe um, up. Are you listening to it right now, Eric? Oh, uh, I listened to a little bit of it. I did not care for that. I think I go a little older. Just because my the songs. 
Uh, both normally, um, because my dad's always spinning records. I'm a big Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, just like so, that wouldn't be the one I put. I would go with a- Azure, 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 A Z U R U. That's just like that is that shit is like a summer evening, smooth drinking, just a great drink good conversation but like not sad not happy not indifferent just so that's are you putting this on like a mixtape and sending it to someone or giving it to someone or is this just like ambiance music that oh no giving it i I would give that to someone so they can give it to someone (laughs) they would know something about me overruled eric overruled (laughs) Uh shit. Can uh, hold you in contempt of course. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean I don't know what is worse about what you just did. I mean God, we don't have time. <laughs> we don't have time the way you hung on it the way that you just paused on it was so the way i just allowed it to to oh god dude i was gonna start saying things and i realized we did this last week well yeah um but that was a new one so that was a new one it was uh, uh, yeah uh um shit uh i feel like you make mixtapes me oh eric yeah uh no but i do have one playlist my like kind of summer playlist that has just been growing exponentially uh i feel like your guys generation they fell out because CDs and tapes used to be the shit. I made so many, and my dad had DJ equipment, so like, there's tapes out there. Like, I know my high school girlfriend still. I gotta get that destroyed, but she has a tape that I sent her when she was in um, summer, like academic smart people camp, and I'm I'm mixing the songs and then I'm doing. Hey, baby, oh, so, are you doing hey. like old school radio where you're like DJ Shanklin? Or are you like, no, are you I'm the bass and the voice of men? Oh, I'm doing shit. quiet storm type yep. shit. Like, hey, baby, I want you to know that I just, I'm just missing you so much right now. And I just can't wait to see you again. <laughs> and, you know, until I see you again, just take this song by Joe to see, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, there's a tape of high school Chris saying that shit over and over again. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. I remember, Chris, when you were in L.A., um, I can't remember what the sh- radio show was, but it was late at night, and they would play, like, songs like, I'm your puppet, and it would always oh, yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
people calling in and they'd be like, oh, this song is from my boy who's locked up doing <laughs> nine to five. <laughs> I miss you. I'll be here waiting for you. And this is Hold On for One More Day. Yeah. By Richard. Well, no, that's not Richard Marks, is it? Hold on for one more day. Oh, Hold I was thinking of that's Roxanne. I was thinking of something else. What is that Richard Mark song I was thinking of? Hmm. Anyways, I'm sure this is exciting. To listen oh, this to is so thing. exciting. But yeah, that's my song. Did Eric give a song? I haven't. Uh... Oh, shit. Welcome to the jungle. Dude, don't mix your like weird shit with mine. I mean... In the absence of an answer, I'm gonna fill it in. That sounded don't, dirty. Don't, that sounded I, guys, that's why I started doing this. Because he actually I could tell he didn't do it on purpose, but now he's gonna Yeah. Oh, feelings. Y'all just need to get your shit together. You know, uh you said you Chris said Jodeci. So I'm gonna throw in all my life. Oh shit! From Casey and JoJo. Someone like you. Except the part where they said you're close to me, you're like my mother. You're close to me. I'm like <laughs> that part was always weird. <laughs> you're close to me, I like my mother. Close to me, I like my mother. Close to me, I like my sister. <laughs> you're the only one by everything. There's just a certain look for that time period that they just. Oh, nail! Like their their clothes are horrible. They're no. dressed horribly. Those satin shirts. Oof. Man, what do you think about Brian McKnight? Is that? And I'm back to one. Is that him? <laughs> Isn't McKnight well, like six, 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 eight? Or am I thinking of you think of Montel Jordan? You think of Montel Mont- Jordan. He's tall. Okay. Uh, six eight, he stood to be fat. <laughs> <laughs> but the music that he made was good. <laughs> Brian McKnight was just like smooth as fuck. I do you think he's tall though? Still alive, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mike McKnight had a good voice. Huh. He's not on like the mass singer or anything, is he? I don't think so. No, 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 no. He's 51. Oh, okay. It's like my brother. I just imagine him just Close like showing you, up. Like your bro- He's 6'4. <laughs> oh, four. yeah. Also I thought tall. McKnight was tall too. Okay. Yeah, he looks tall. Oh, I just imagine him just like showing up and now. ruining something. Like, kind of rude. You're about to propose to your girl and. Like Brian McKnight walks in and she's just like, hold that thought. Brian! Done. I have a a vendetta against him that he doesn't know that I have with him. In case you haven't realized. Mm, Look at that man. The salt and pepper's rude. He looks smooth right there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Dude aged shit. Dude's just when, gonna always be just dropping panties. Some hmm. old black and draws. <laughs> and draws. Yeah. 
Like, you some know, of, when he puts on those chunky frame glasses, he looks even smoother. Some old black men just look so smooth when they just put on a jacket. You're like, oh, yeah. you know, like Idris going to age like that. Idris uh, uh, always going to look like Idris. You seen that new that new joint? Cowboy like, concrete, concrete, concrete cowboy. cowboy? I have I've seen the previews. Seen it the looks preview. pretty good. It's, it's good. Is it? It looks like it looks, yeah. you know, he puts his heart and soul on things. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying both Audrey and I were crying last night watching it. Whoa, really? Suicide but, squad looked good too, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see why you cry. That looks like it looks like a tearjerker. It's a good, it's just a good community movie. Good mm-hmm. community movie. And it's like all the positive people in it are black. I just keep seeing Stranger people. Things kid. Like he's still the Stranger Things kid to me. So oh. and it seems like he's always gonna be kind of short. Is he still short? Oh, I thought he got a little tall. It looked like he did. He get tall? He got tall. He's... You don't. Okay. Taller than Chris. <laughs> oh. Here's the thing. I'm so ahead of you. You never. Really... I already knew you were gonna say that as soon as you said. <laughs> I was like, Leon's gonna come with the height. With the height. <laughs> But you didn't beat me to the finish line, son. You didn't beat me to the finish line. What? Have you seen those freeze, those uh, beat the freeze videos from the Atlanta Braves games? What is this? What do you mean beat the freeze? Oh, okay. So um, you know how at like baseball games, they'll do like a thing where like people run around the field or they yeah. try to do something to win a prize? Yeah. They have this thing called beat the freeze where... Uh, you and the freeze start from the left field corner and you get a, like you get a quarter of the outfield head start running and your goal is to beat the freeze who's going to start behind to the right field corner. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> My dude is like a professional sprinter and there's just all these videos of like him catching people from like a hundred meters away and passing them and then them falling over once they realize that they're gonna lose. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. Okay, beat the freeze. That's funny. Um well what is good? What's good? Oh, Eric's got that stank face on. Um, what's good? <clears throat> Get my second shot tomorrow. Oh yeah, nice. I'll take that. Did you sign up, Liam? I haven't found a place to sign up. Oh, I should have sent you. Shit. Everything oh, that I find is like drive out to Redmond or drive to Lynn County. I'm like, I got a job and two kids. I don't have time to fucking drive out there. Huh. I feel like. And then it's like, oh, log on to this OHSU site every morning and see if there's open vaccinations. And every time I do, there's nothing. Try Providence. You try Walgreens? What do you mean? Just like walk into Walgreens and ask them? No, go to their website. You act like 
It's around the corner from Leon. He's like, wait. It's what? at the corner of Happy and Healthy. <laughs> Walgreens. Vaccine. Yeah, it's only offering to eligible people. Eligible. Aren't, aren't we all eligible, eligible come, come April 17th? April 19th. Yeah, it's not April 19th or whatever. But you can't sign up for passive? Maybe. Maybe not, huh? Anyways, while this is happening, I'll keep my what's good simple. Uh, I'm enjoying this weather. You know? I'm really enjoying this weather. Because I'm not a hot, hot weather person at all. So, like, when the sun's just out, I'm loving it. And next week is looking like 70s. So, Ooh, yeah. 70s next week. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to take a lot of walks. That's my what's uh, good. Last, uh, last, uh, or on last Monday, Monday was uh our tuesday was kelsey's birthday but monday we i took the day off from work and we just like biked around everywhere nice and it was like the weather was like perfect it was like 62 uh sunny uh yeah just kind of bopped around town it was lovely this yeah i i also also like the kind of in between warm spring weather Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Uh, what's good is that uh, I have a amazing partner who puts up with my bullshit when I get stressed and uh, the last three weeks last month I've been pretty uh, not the greatest human being to be around and yeah, she's she lifts me up. She lifts me up. Uh, and yeah, and she, you know, she recognizes when I just need some space. And uh, she also, uh, she's really good at acknowledging when I go above and beyond, which I think is something that I definitely need as far as my like love language. Um, and yeah, it's just a really nice balance. And I recognize that. And that is the thing that is good. Well, your love language. What should you reckon? Oh, so like, like uh, uh, positive reckon, recognition, praise, words, yeah, 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 words yeah. of affirmation. What's yeah. yours, Eric? Uh, like the one I I respond to, or the one that I give. The one you respond. The one you respond to. Uh, I don't remember what all of them are, but I think I respond. I don't either. I don't know. Uh, It's words of affirmation, uh, gifts, acts of service, um, physical touch, and just leave luck alone <laughs> i don't know I, don't, I think there's only four i think there's four love uh i think it's what does acts of service mean like just people doing stuff for yeah you. like i come over and i mow your lawn for you oh huh it's definitely not gifts it's not it's, gifts it's not touch it might be touch <sighs> 
maybe it is acts of service for me, but I, I think I mean it in a way of like, I just like it when people just do nice. They just do something nice yeah. that, without like me saying anything or requesting. I just think that's like a cool okay. thing. Yeah, like you come home and the kitchen's like cleaned up and yeah. you didn't have to ask for it. Or I think, uh-huh, uh, yeah. we're, according to this website, we're missing one. Uh, so it's yeah. words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts, and quality time. Oh, quality. Oh, time. So quality mine's quality time. time. The old QT. I'm, I'm pretty sure mine is quality time. Yeah, mine is quality time also, actually. Hmm. Yeah. But I still like access service. I just don't like, I don't like that term. I don't think it. It makes it sound like someone's doing work for you and yeah, not like, yeah, yeah, not totally. like bestowing you with like something thought you know but i think there's a different like it doesn't i don't think it qualifies as acts of service if you have to ask for it to be done yeah yeah, yeah. oh for sure but it's it's a difference between like i think that's something that i often try to do is uh, like and i'll i'll kind of be like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do these dishes really quick Mm-hmm. like it's which often seems trivial but it can save a bunch of, i especially now recognize how much time that saves uh now that there's a third person adding yeah. just kind of exponentially adding to the dishes in our house um that like that sort of thing can like buy someone time or stress or whatever mm-hmm. um i so yeah i i think that's something i often try to do sometimes i overthink it or try to do too many at once but that yeah i think that's one i would say that that is definitely my acts of service is my giving love language mine too 100 percent. yeah i agree that's because i got these big working shoulders but you don't use it for physical touch What's that? I like physical touch. Are you too you're too strong to give physical touch as your love? <laughs> like, your shoulders are too broad. I'm sorry. Oh, hands. It happened again. <laughs> Lenny, no. Lenny. Uh, <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> Remember that Looney Tunes? Hey, he of mice and men, dude. I kiss you and hug you and love you forever. That's a Mice of Men reference from Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. Oh. That's that's where they got it from. Great book. Okay. Anyway. Or at least it was last time I read it, which is a long time ago. There's probably some shit in there. Yeah. Oh, I'm but... sure there's some shit in there. Don't go back and rewatch or... Not shit everywhere. I remember hating the movie. I remember disliking the end of the movie because it veered from the book and didn't give as much humanity to um uh Car- carl's decision wait am i mixing them up i don't know no lenny's the yeah lenny's the brain about five and carl's the smart one so carl uh spoiler alert for those of you who have not read of mice and men carl kills lenny at the end of the book oh why are you spoiling that book sorry my steinbeck heads uh and in the 
book, he really struggles with the decision. And in the movie, it felt like he was just kind of like John Wick and just like... <laughs> Gary Sinise? Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise! Just took Malkovich out! It was Gary. Gary Sinise over here, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, he was jaywalking. Now, here's what we can do. I'm going to tell you something. Here's what we can do. I can either take you down to jail and then you'll be there for the weekend, because let me tell you something, the judge is on vacation right now, or you can do this little job for me. So I'm going to leave it up to you. You got 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two. I know what you're thinking. What happened to the other five seconds? <laughs> that was great. I don't know what it was from. I appreciate it. That wasn't from anything. I'm losing oh. it. I'm exhausted. That was from oh. nothing. Wow, copyright that shit. Yeah. Turn it into like a one-man play, oh. but played by like three of us. A one-man play, but there's three of us. Don't you get it? Right, because they can't tell us apart. <laughs> they can't tell us apart. <laughs> so we just keep going in this door. Oh, shit. I think maybe we need to write that one. Has that <laughs> happened? That's had to have been done before. Like, I mean. Because I... that's a good one. I didn't oh want to say, I think that they were the same, but I don't want to assume that all. You mean when he came back out as a different person? <gasps> what are you talking about? It was but like, it's the audience. Uh, uh, it's the audience reaction of like you as the only black audience member. Like it's your reaction that we stay on. I mean, you come back and forth, but it's really you. That's the interesting thing. Like you can't tell. This dude is two feet shorter than the other dude. What are, about? what are you talking about? I think that'd be great. Oh. Add it Anyways. to the docket. Put it in the show. <sighs> On that note, this has been Broke Gravy, everybody. And I just want to say that I miss you. And I can't wait till we see you again. And damn, girl. I just love you so much. All my life, I pray for someone like you. I definitely put troop on that. I think. What you put one in? Troop. Troop. The group. Troop. Sing a song. Yeah. Are you serious? You haven't heard a troop. Sing a song. Oh. Oh, you can't hear this, can you? Nope. You gotta sing it. (laughs) Can you really not hear this? No, you have to like select a different button to play audio from your computer. Anyways, Troop is uh, look them up. They were there. I don't think they're around anymore. But then they are like R and B, R and B. You know what I'm saying? Like R and B, R and B. I began to take the. I've seen this before you before for you. I begin to take the long way home. Just sing it, man. Come on. Come on, man. Play the game, man. Go all in. Boom. Brought it back around. And that's how you end. Because I brought it back around. Boom. Started like we ended. And we ended like we started. And some shit happened in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm a police officer. And I'm pulling you over. But I not oh man I missed the light. I'm exhausted, everybody. All right. Um were we ever left too long? Did that happen to us as a group where someone didn't pull the light and we kept going and going? The, Did that happen uh, once? I'm 
I'm sure it has. Uh, the one thing I can think of is in Toronto. I can't remember if you couldn't go or if you were sick, I was, uh, Chris. I was sick. Was I sick? I don't know, but you didn't anyway. go to Toronto. Yeah. And Leon, uh, Leon, and, Leon and I had a set, and we like were like timed out perfect and like hit like a big high and didn't get cut. And so we kept going for a little bit. And then Leon and I must have traded like blackout lines. Like, but like, not like we were just saying blackout lines back and forth, but we were just like, do a little bit more and then boom, do a little bit more and then boom, do a little bit more and then boom. And then finally we just left the stage. Like we found a reason to leave the stage. Oh shit. Like within okay. the show. And it was like, oh, and, and they finally had to black us out. And oh wow. It was like it was, it felt very obvious to us that that's what happened. But then like, I feel like one or two people are like, man, you guys just like kept coming up with closing lines and they just wouldn't black you out. <laughs> like someone came up. I was like, okay, so I'm not crazy. Like, okay. You should have been ended a couple of times, but yeah. Nice. That. It was pretty funny. I only remember our early one when we were killing it. But that's whatever. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Have a good night. Enjoy that uh, whiskey and beer. I know it's not a cider. I know it's not a cider. Peace, y'all. <laughs> no, no, what's happening, man? All right. Man. This has been a Broke Navy production. For updates on podcast releases, live shows, swag, and more, you can subscribe to our newsletter at BrokeGravy.com. You can follow us on Instagram and or Facebook, or, you know, just keep your ear to the streets. If you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Google, Overcast, or just yelling at neighbors and innocent bystanders. They'll get it. We love answering your questions, so if you have one for us, please hit us up at BrokeGravy.com or on Instagram. As always, we appreciate the love and support. Until next time, it's all gravy. Bro gravy! Bro gravy! Bro gravy! Bro gravy!